Hello and welcome to another daily update from the Canadian Psychological Association COVID-19 edition. Reminding you to go to our website cpa.ca slash corona virus for all of the updated information and resources you may need including all of the fact sheets that the CPA has produced related to COVID-19. And a reminder to follow us on all of our social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. On the website, Setting Up Your Practice for Online Therapy, a series of videos from Dr. Christine Coral. My name is Eric, and I'm the Communications Officer at the CPA. I'm Dr. Christine Coral. I'm a psychologist at the Vancouver Anxiety Centre, and I'm also an adjunct professor in the Department of Psychology at UBC something that we're all going through, I think, at the moment, uh, certainly those of us with elderly relatives, is the fear mm-hmm. of losing someone. Yeah. I know that a lot of us are feeling that lately. Uh, a neighbor came over yesterday, and she just needed somebody to talk to and uh, wanted to borrow a bottle of wine. And, of course, we stayed six feet apart in the garage while she told us that her grandmother had just died. And you can't oh. hug her, and you can't comfort her, and you can't, you know, it, you, you can comfort from a distance, and it's a difficult uh, situation for everybody right oh it's so brutal what's going to happen and and you know i've heard some uh predictions that you know everybody's going to at least know one person who's died from COVID 19 um you know that that um you know that's i think if it goes well (laughs) we're all gonna at least know one person if each person knows about 300 people Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's not that, that big a stretch to, to um, imagine that. So uh, we're, and, you know, no funerals, no touching, no hugging, no comforting. Um, I, I, you know, it's going to be very hard to help people process all of this. So therapists need to make sure that they um, take care of themselves and that they have people to talk to and process this information. Um, it's a good time for therapists to brush up on grief therapy and to be comfortable having those conversations with people uh, about the loss of their loved one and, and sort of the a lot of education about the trajectory of loss, you know, about how long the raw pain lasts and uh, when, you know, what causes a complicated grief and, and how to, how to help people if there is a complicated grief. But there's going to be a lot of loss and trauma coming up. So, um how we can help people with that is really knowing how to talk about loss and grief. And then for some people also talking about like if they're at higher risk or they think that um, they might lose that person, uh, like if they're worried about an elderly relative, encouraging them to talk with that relative now, you know, to make the most of the time that we have here and what can help reduce anxiety around death and loss, too, is to actually talk about a death plan. You know, find out what uh, your family members want in the case. And we should be doing this anyway, actually. But it does actually help reduce anxiety if we can be open and talk with people about death. So for the people that have been coming to me worried about grandparents or people with um, the parents maybe with, you know, autoimmune disorders or, or pre-existing conditions, I've been encouraging them to openly talk about death with their parents and, and see, or grandparents and see, you know, are, are you worried about this? Is there anything that I can do? Um, and, and it's often a relief to people when you can talk about death. So I think that would be an important part of public education as well, that we 
really don't talk about death. But, you know, 100 years ago, everybody used to wear, wear black for a year to signify that they were in mourning and the community would rally around them. Death was, people had wakes in their homes and would die at home. And so there was a greater comfort with death. There's still the pain of death. You know, people understood that people in mourning needed needed support. But uh, we really need to um, understand that death can happen at any time. And so we need to have those conversations with people. It's not morbid. You know, it's, it's the reality of our situation. So, um, you know, maybe we can have some of those conversations and not leave our at-risk family members uh, worrying and pretending everything is okay. They can have these conversations and that will reduce their anxiety. Okay. Uh, Now, what about the fear of getting sick yourself? People uh, are obviously very worried about that and people wear masks and gloves when they Mm -hmm. go out and uh, they're certainly afraid of getting sick and dying themselves. Uh, How is that Mm -hmm. fear different than the fear of spreading it to someone that you know and love and, and losing that person? Mm-hmm. Well, when in treating anxiety, we, uh, in cognitive therapy anyway, we talk about how anxiety is the overestimation of danger and the underestimation of coping. So I uh, spend some time with my, my clients who are worried about that, talking about, you know, what is the actual probability of having more than mild symptoms. So, you know, it it does seem that the majority of people who get COVID-19 have relatively mild symptoms. And now I've been reading some more reports that maybe hardly any, even any, any symptoms at all. Um, And so there's a lot of people unknowingly already who have had COVID-19 probably, we would have a better idea if there was more testing. Uh, So, so there's still, you know, fairly good probability that it won't be serious. But then we talk about the worst case scenario. Uh, so what most people do when they have a what if, what if I get sick, you know, or what if I get in a car accident, what if I lose my job? One of the things that we can do to um, help with anxiety about something that hasn't happened yet is to talk about how could you cope with that? How could you cope with uh, any bad thing that could come your way? And so if a person's worst case scenario is being in the ICU and intubated, then you would talk about how you would cope with that and how your family could be supported. And, um, you know, it's, it's rare in life that we don't have um, some pain and discomfort, especially at the end of life. And so, you know, if we're sick for two weeks, how would you manage that? How do you want to face that? We don't have a choice when it does happen, but, um, you know, talking about their fears about it often really, really helps. And, and, and knowing that, you know, you get through illnesses like this. So uh, for any therapists who've worked a lot with patients who are dying, you'll have more experience um, helping people get through that and helping come up with a plan for that uh, so that you can, you, you can encourage people to believe that they, they can cope with death. People do, right? You know, we do figure out ways, you know, to get through our own death. And uh, if if we can have that conversation with patients instead of saying, "Oh, don't worry, that won't happen," that's what most family members will tell you. Don't worry, that won't happen. You'll be fine. But people are anxious, know that it could happen. So having a conversation about those de- details and what it means, um, you know, most of the people I've been working with in the last week who have that worry. Um, when I put it in perspective that, you know, if, if you do lose your life, 
you know, it's likely two weeks of suffering, you know, and, and most of us can get through that somehow. It's weird, but it actually kind of helps a little bit. So, right. and you have to like, of course, you know, know your patient and uh, that's not a conversation you necessarily have in the first session, but you work towards that. And I try and pull, get the patient to come up with ways that they can uh, cope with that themselves, mm-hmm. how they can imagine and other tough things that they've gotten through or other illnesses that they've gotten through. Thank you so much, Dr. Coral, for taking the time to speak with us and uh, be safe. My pleasure. Stay safe.